Hello. We're back. Back from the dead. Uh, yeah, we've been uh, away for a while, haven't we, Tom? Yes. Uh, I, I, I could go and check, but it's, it's been, like, ages. Yeah. I've, I might even been two months. Have we even done one this year? Uh, I don't think we have. Our last one was the Christmas uh, special. Yeah. Right? It's been ages. It's been yeah, a long but time. Lo- loads of loads of stuff's been going on. Been yeah. really really busy. Mm-hmm. Won't really go into it too much because what's point? Like yeah. it's just loads of stuff, you know. Yeah. We've been away. Been at work, uh, different like, outside time. of country. Yeah, outside of countries. Yeah, so doing different things. Different um, stuff. But yeah, won't go into to it too much, but yeah, we're back now. Um we didn't go off it or anything. We like we just said we were just really really busy, but yeah. we have been watching lots of lot of films, TV, games and shit. Why uh, why watching them and playing games? Why Cause, why do that? Cuz the podcast, that's what you talk about. Oh, no, yeah. oh shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's just been that long I forgot why why we do this. But yeah, welcome back. Uh, we're happy to be back. Uh, so this is going to be an Oscar special because Oscars. obviously, you know, it's coming up. Yeah. It's pretty pretty important in the film calendar. Well, for some people, you know, some people think it's shit. But yeah, uh, yeah, what you've been doing recently? Recently, yeah. Um, what was in today or just last I week? don't know. Past, past, the past couple of weeks, like film wise, etc., and stuff. What you've been consuming? I've well, it's part of the uh, the reason I was away. I've been away for two weeks in a different country, but on the plane, I watched some bare films. Yeah, on the plane. I watched a lot of films. On the plane. How long was the plane journey? Um, about eleven hours. It's long. That's a long flight. Uh, yeah, so I managed to watch... I can't remember all of them. I watched Watch Dogs. Uh, War Dogs, sorry. <laughs> Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. War Dogs, sorry, film. with uh, Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. They're good. Uh, yeah, it's all right. In it's, the the original cut of that's like three hours long. Something like that, yeah. Why? But like I got, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, it's it's quite funny in some places. It, it It's sort of what you'd expect with it, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I watched uh, War Dogs. I think we've talked about this before. Have we? That I think we mentioned it. That Miles Teller's just yeah. fucked it. Yeah, yeah. Because we made. I think we, we said this about before it. about how like after Whiplash, like he had an important path to make by making decisions film wise, and he just hasn't. Well, he hasn't done it. But then we said about like it might be a bit of his agent's fault. Yeah. Because he, for example, Bleed for this, he probably saw that and thought, yeah, it's a really challenging role, I can really get into this and just like, no one give a shit about it. And I'm it. sure, I mean, it probably was challenging for him. I mean, getting yeah. the, the boxing routine, the yeah. fitness, the stamina, everything about it. I mean, you can just see it from everyone who's played a boxer or a fighter in every film that's ever been fucking made. It's, it looks like a lot of, a lot of effort. But, but it, he's but, made decisions such as Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's one of the worst films I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's weird. So yeah, he's fucked it a little I mean, bit. War, War Dogs is, it's I don't know. It's just a so, it's alongside Jonah Hill. Yeah. People watch it for one about, uh, dealing guns, and it's quite funny. There's a Scarface reference every fucking minute of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it was alright. It wasn't as funny as what what I expected, and it was more action than what I expected. Cool. So it was. But yeah, it was worth a watch. I'll probably watch it again at some point when I get bored. What else did you watch? Um, I watched the new Jason Bourne film. Right. Which I was very fucking disappointed. Okay. Um, trailer makes it look out like it's going to be, you know, the Bourne, like, franchise in whole. You're going to, you know, complete it or you're going to, you know, make you feel whole again after Legacy. I mean, Legacy was still good, but it's, it's, it's no Bourne identity. And every time I watch a Jason Bourne film, or sorry, a Bourne film, I keep on thinking it's going to live up to my expectations of Bourne Identity. And it just did. Yeah. It's good. Um, I didn't get the casting with it. I don't know why it's got the... I mean, Tom Lee Jones, his character was never mentioned in the other series. And in this one, it's like you're meant to know who he is. You see flashbacks of him meeting Jason Bourne when he signed up, and it's like, oh, fucking show me this in the first film, mate. Yeah, I don't, don't really don't make like up sh- bullshit like that. You're a bit dull. Um, but the first one, I mean, the best one. Uh, I also watched uh, an Oscar-nominated film called Hell or High. No, I was on the the play. I was on the play. Hell or yeah. High Waters. Good that film. Yeah, really good. I got the message really clearly uh, with what I was trying to get across, and I liked how they used that in in the the plot of the film in a way. You know, America's shit. Yeah, shit all mate. Uh, what else did I? Watch? That's part of his um, <clears throat> uh, Ty Sheridan's. Um, 
yeah. like trilogy. Because I think, well, I don't think he intended it to. It's, but it's one of those things where an artist will make something and then the person goes, ooh, that's the second in your blah, blah, trilogy. And it's not really. Yeah. But, you know, apparently Sicario, that, and his new film that premiered at Sundance, uh, Wind River, they're all about, you know, like the economics of the American South and that kind of yeah. thing. But, I mean, yeah, there is that tie, but... Yeah, I get. I you know I like Sicario. I thought Sicario were maybe even better than Hell or High Water. Um, I don't like the name really. Hell That's, or High Water. It's it, yes, mentioned once in the film. Yeah, and like I didn't really pick it up. Like that was like what? What? Yeah, it didn't seem very significant. It is really film. good. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. it. Ben Foster's always. I think he's like I think we spoke about this before. Hell or High Water is a very sort of uh, what's the word we used. Uh, I can't remember what we said. Uh, it's a very typecast film. Ben Foster, every film, every other film I've seen him in, such as Alpha Dog, such as Hostage, which was one of his first films, I think, um, such as um, Lone Survivor, he's always played that type of um, psychotic character. He's always had a bit of a temper in all these films. I don't think he's psychotic in that. He's just a bit of he's just a bit of a dick. Well, now he is a bit. He's a bit crazy. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's he's always got that that little edge, that little, um, sort of that hidden yeah. sort of rage, and you don't know when he's going to explode. He's always got that in the films he plays. I mean, he does it good. Plays it really well. And in Hello High Water, probably the, his best role I've seen him in. Mm. Um, although I liked him in Alpha Dog, and I like the the casting of Alpha Dog. It was all right. Cool. I liked it more than what I thought it would. Um, but what else Anymore? did I see? I saw so many films. I did watch a few episodes of The Night Before. Yeah. No, The Night Of, sorry. Not The Night Before. The Night <laughs> Of. Fucking hell, too many nights, mate. Um, yeah, The Night Of. Uh, pretty good. I like that. It's got uh, the English actor in it. I can't remember his name. What's it called? What, Riz Ahmed? Yeah, oh, right. I like him. He's really good. Um, <clears throat> the casting's very strange. For what, it, for what the story's about. I don't really want to go into it because I've spoiled it. But then again, I don't know anyone who's fucking watched it. Um, so yeah, I watched a lot of films on the plane. I haven't, I, with it being a long flight, I can't remember half the films I watched. Well, I haven't been on a plane recently, but I've watched some films anyway. But uh, yeah, smashed the films out. Um, but got up to date with Walking Dead. Which is cool. Up today? Yeah. Up today, no, up today. not today, but um, I'm up to, you know, like third episode, fourth episode into season seven. So I smashed out like 20 episodes in like five days. But so, yeah, That's got good. up to date with that. I've uh, been watching some Oscar films, which we'll go into that later. Yeah. Um, played a bit of Ghost Recon Wildlands today, which is a bit shit. Uh, I've just downloaded the beta and I haven't yeah, played I've it. Yeah, I played it earlier. Uh, console, control system's a bit awful. Uh, yeah, the con- controls in general are a bit awful. Cover system is a fucking just absolute fucking shit. And I don't know. I just I, I don't think the, the the game has got anything about it. I think Ghost Recon's always had that thing with controls and stuff because it's it's kind of futuristic and you've got all this tech and stuff and you know you've got button commands to control your squad and stuff like that. So it's okay. You know the AI is terrible and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work online when you know that solo experience is not very seamless and not very good to be honest. Yeah. Because obviously there's limit. The, you know there's there's limitations and a lot more stuff can go online. So if you've not perfected it in a solo campaign, like I don't know, I probably won't buy it to be honest. No. See, so, yeah, when I saw the the teaser for you, the the non gameplay trailer for it. I was really excited for it because the division really let me down, and then I saw gameplay of Wildlands, and I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, another bag of shit!" They've hyped it up. the The idea of the game is fantastic, and then they just give it this shit, fucking everything. Everything it looks crap. Well, I'm hopefully I'll play the beta at some point, and hope hopefully I like it. Yeah. But if not, it's no, I'm not gonna cry for spilt milk, mate. Whatever, spilt cocaine. Spilt cocaine, mate. Sorry. Cocapinos, mate. So, so yeah, let's just get into it. Let's get into the Oscars. Into Gonna, um, 2017. 2017 Academy Bloody Awards. Okay. Uh, oh! Just accidentally played a video. Um, yeah, that? I'm just reading a... Oh, no, these are just all the, the uh, nominees. So, so, yeah, what I thought... Um, 
there's been what's been I think the most the only thing I'll touch on at this more uh, um, before you know still regarding the Oscars though um, is I think the most interesting thing this year has not necessarily been what's been nominated and you know if there's any politics or controversy there but more like the critical reception and how the dis- the discussion or the consensus of the films that have been nominated this year and the people who've been nominated, etc., has seemed to change quite a lot, uh, you know, more than it normally does. So, for example, when La La Land first came out, it was amazing, you know, it was brilliant, blah, blah, blah. And now it's kind of the critical consensus and maybe even audience consensus has changed and now it's, you know, it's seen as a bit overrated and, you know, it's there's been a backlash about, you know, it's a jazz film and there's no black people in it really, you know, apart from John Legend who, like... You know, made a song for the film. So yeah, what's been interesting is that kind of critical backlash. And you know, Manchester by the Sea came out. You know, Casey Affleck, amazing. And then people would be like, yeah, you know, he liked these sexual harassment uh, cases and stuff, though. So I think a lot, a lot of things changed from like the initial reception of all these films. And you know, Denzel Washington winning the SAG Award, which is a bit weird. And everything's changed now. The politics of people's speeches after. Um, like the election of a new president and stuff so you know I think this is quite a weird year because everything's a lot of stuff's change, changed but a lot of things changed but the films haven't yeah. so normally in a year you know there's a lot of Oscar buzz around certain films and then it turns out they lose steam or different other, other films pick up steam and stuff that hasn't really happened what you thought was going to be nominated you know last year has been nominated really there's only been like a few snobs a few omissions but the the opinion on stuff has changed quite a lot I think I'm good but let's um, I think we'll start at the bottom because I think I'm on the actual academy website now and I think it will go from right okay it starts with I don't know if this is in the order that they're announced, but let's just start from the bottom anyway. It's quite a big one at the bottom though. So uh, first one, um, I think we should go as well. We'll probably go. I'll I'll do mine and then you do yours. But then we'll yeah. do who we think's gonna win and who we'd like to win. Yeah, who we th- who who we think's gonna actually get awarded it, and then who we think is actually gonna should win it. So. Um, <coughs> Uh, this is a pretty easy one for me. So write in the Oscar for write in um, original screenplay. Uh, the nominees are Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, which is a bit of a strange one. Yeah. Uh, Manchester by the Sea and Twentieth uh, Century Women. Uh, and uh, for me, that's Manchester by the Sea will win it, and it should win it. Yeah, um, I agree with you. With that, um, um, I think Hell or High Water is a cracking script. I don't think it's Oscar worthy though. No, it's, it's a good script though. It's um, it's it's nice that it's been recognised though. I like that it's been nominated, but I I think it's like a filler. In a sense, like for the Oscars for this privilege, it, it is a bit of a. I think it's, it's a one of those films where it works as a filler though because it's that good. Yeah. But it, at the end of the day, yeah, it is a filler. Yeah. Uh, it's but, like what is there five in there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like it's number five. Yeah. It's like the the thought of I mean to be fair though, um, the lobster being in there because I've, I've seen That's the lobster. I watched the lobster, what a couple of months ago, and very strange film. It's very different. Weird. It's is it Oscar worthy? Uh, is it only Oscar worthy because it's different to everything else that's like you see on TV and in cinemas? I don't know. I thought it was good. I, I didn't think. It, I yeah, thought I enjoyed it. I really, yeah. I really did, but. Did I only enjoy it because it's different? Is it only nominated because it's different? I, just, I, I didn't think it was that good, to be honest. Like, didn't even you know the difference thing didn't even make a make a difference. But yeah, what's your pick for this one? I'd probably say Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. Um, bearing in mind that I've only seen three of the five on there. I've seen yeah, so yeah, Manchester by the Sea. I but think. that will win anyway. Yeah, that has guess, to. Right? So. Yeah. Uh, and we've got writing um, adapted screenplay. Uh, the nominations are Arrival. Um, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. And for this one, I'm not too sure because I haven't seen. I've only seen Moonlight. Well, yeah, I've only so, seen. So yeah, this is a bit funny because we've not seen that many films that have been nominated. But uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> Moonlight, I mean, I wouldn't... I don't know who's been winning this in the writing awards and stuff. Let's have a look. I mean, right off the bat, we've just watched Moonlight as well. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't give it to... Like, I thought Moonlight was great, but I, I didn't think the script was that good. Is a... Uh, uh, BAFTA. So look at the BAFTA. Okay, who won it? Okay, Lion won it. It's interesting. Okay. Uh, he won. Lion won the BAFTA. Uh, what are the other words? Go on, go, go, go. It's a bit of a weak year, to be fair. You think? Mm. Okay, they don't have an adapted one, I think. Golden Gloves. Does it? They just have a. It's just best screenplay. So who won that? La La Land. What? Weird. Uh, adapted screenplay. Well, you have to go with Lion because I can't give it to Moonlight because I, although I thought it was great, I don't think the script was that good. Um, Arrival. I've seen half an hour of. Fences is literally word like pretty much word for word the play. So you've not adapted it, really, Denzel. <clears throat> I would go with Moonlight though, because I think like that. I think that was kind of like a memoir. So to turn that into a yeah. actual film, mm-hmm. I think was quite good. So I'd go. I go Moonlight, but Lion will probably win. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the same thing. Uh, next one, uh, visual effects. Uh, um, I haven't seen that. any one of those films, so um, I haven't either. So, no, sorry, I watched Deepwater Horizon on the plane. You're good. That is, for it being Mark Wahlberg. I mean, Mark Wahlberg's only good in the films that he's in. Like, yeah. you couldn't put him in well, anything yeah, else. Well, yeah, obviously. Like, like, I wouldn't put him in anything else. Like, if he's in it, like, you know it's going to be good for Mark Wahlberg. You wouldn't think, actually, maybe if Mark Wahlberg was in this film, I could get him a, a tip for whatever. Nah. Um, but, yeah, they actually built, because the, the the rig that they was on, they built a third yeah, of it's a crazy. real life, yeah. To scale, it was one to three. And I was really surprised how much I liked it. That's good. It's, it's, really, it's a really good uh, negligence disaster film, if that's the best way to word it. Um, it's probably the best one I've seen, although it's probably like a really small category. It's also crazy, like, him and Peter Berg both did that and Patriot's Day in one Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably go... I think Jungle Book's been winning it a lot. Yeah. I guess because of the motion capture of the animals and stuff like that. Uh, I thought Star Wars, you know, Rogue One would be, like, the shoe-in, but no, apparently it's Jungle Book. Um, Kubo and the Two Strings, is, I guess, is is a bit of a strange one because it's an animated film, but it's stop-motion, so I guess that counts as a visual effect. So, yeah. Mm, I probably... Because it's the only one I've seen, I probably... Go with Deepwater Horizon okay. for that. Some of these we can probably skip. Sound mixing, you know, I don't know, Hacksaw Ridge, because it's a war film, I guess. Yeah. Uh, sound editing, again, Hacksaw Ridge, I guess, or like La La Land, because it's nominated for literally everything. Yeah. Uh, right, these, like short film, live action, short film animated, there's no point, really. Yeah, I have no idea what Skip over that. Production design, um, I guess La La Land will, di- will win this one as well. The nominees are Arrival, Fantastic Beasts, Hail Caesar, La La Land, and Passengers. I guess La La Land. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, like yeah, sets, etc., and stuff. Maybe Fantastic Beasts. Maybe, maybe. Um, well, yeah, one of them. Too. I think La La Land has been winning that one. Yeah. Um, music, original song. Um, I'll probably say straight from bat, La La Land's probably City of win. Stars has been winning it all, I think. Has it? Yeah. Mm. City of Stars. I'm going to have to watch it tonight. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Because I'm not that fussed about seeing it anyway, so seeing it in, say, like 48, 48, 480p, what's it going to matter? Yeah. But yeah, I think for that is City of Stars for music original song. Music original score... Um, the nominees are Jackie, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, Passengers. The thing is, for this one, La La Land, I think, will win it. Um, I thought Moonlight's score was pretty good. Yeah, um, I liked it. But apparently, Jackie's score is quite good, too. Yeah. But with La La Land, like, is that a score, though? Because it's 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 musical performances. So, like, is it fair to award it music original song and then it, for score as well? Yeah. Because when you, when you get, like, you know... 
performance-based scores nominated, it kind of makes it, it undermines classical music, classical scores, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, La La Land will win that, I think. Uh, Makeup, you can skip that. Yeah, keep it. Foreign Language, I haven't seen any of them, but Tony Erdman is like, that That will win it. That's been getting a lot of praise. Yeah. Um, I watched the first 10 seconds of A Man Called Ove and it had no subtitles, so... I don't oh. speak Swedish. Uh, film editing, um, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Hello High Water, La La Land, Moonlight. Um, I would say La La Land will win it, but I thought Moonlight was edited really well because because of the way it uses sound and images against one another. So certain things don't match other the certain things I thought was really really good so yeah I'd, I'd give that one to Moonlight but La La Land will win it yeah um, don't know why Hell or High Water's in there no I don't mm, maybe when I watch Hacksaw Ridge I might go with that surely More you film. could put Manchester in there instead of Hell or High Water yeah like why can't my, why can't a good film be used as a filler don't get that uh, documentaries I haven't seen any of them what are they the feature ones are Fire at Sea I'm not your Negro. Life animated. OJ made an American thirteenth. Nope. OJ? I think that's been getting quite a lot of buzz. Okay, directing. Um Right, for this one. Hacksaw Ridge I think looks really run of the mill, and they're not gonna give it to Mel Gibson because he's a con anyway. So Arrival, um I think from what I've seen, is actually really, really well directed. The cinematography is really good as well. Um, and to kind of... He'd never directed a science fiction film as well before, so I guess to go into that is quite good, but yeah. still. So then it's really between La La Land, Manchester, and Moonlight. And I know for a fact La La Land will win this, but I don't know why. Because, you know, what are you giving him that achievement for? And he's really, really young as well. He's only made two films, really. I think, for me, I wouldn't give it to Damien Chazelle. He is a great director, but I think, to look at it cynically, he made that film. Like, for example, there's a reason why it's... There's not, you know, there's a reason why, above its merits, it's it's nominated for this many Oscars. Because when he was making that film, it, clearly in the back of mind, he thought, right... Uh, right, I've got like songs and stuff. Oh, I'm covering all the Oscar bases here. He clearly thought about that. It's not just because the film film's good that he's getting nominated for that many Oscars. He clearly like thought, oh, that'll get me that Oscar. Oh, that'll get me the costume Oscar. Of course he did. Yeah. Um. So for me, it is between Manchester and Moonlight. And Moonlight, I think like that is like probably neck and neck between those two. Because for example. I think you have to look at it what kind of performance they got from their actors and stuff. So yeah. with Manchester, I've read a lot of interviews with Kenneth Lonergan and stuff and how he used to, he got Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams to write huge backstories about the characters and discuss huge backstories about the characters and not use them in the film, but it affected the weight of their performance because But I think that's a job of an actor anyway though. No, but yeah, but he directed that though. He directed that in him. Right, okay. You know, well, it's not their job if they if your director doesn't want you to do it. But he went into that much detail with them, and you with know, them and you know, like, yeah. and didn't use it. So, but then, Moonlight is very well directed because you've got these three people who never met each other on set, and you know, two of them are young, yeah. and you got great performances from all of them, and they were all believable as one person. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, all the actors in Moonlight are great, but I think that's because they had a mint director as well. Yeah. So for that, I would probably say. And I would say Moonlight. Barry Jenkins' second feature as well. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he'd be fucking sick if he got it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm torn between Manchester by the Sea and Moonlight. Well, this is the thing. If that's Barry Jenkins' second feature, La La Land is Jamie Chazelle's real, like, second feature, and Moonlight is a better film yeah. than I think what La La Land will be. So I think for a director, you yeah. give it to Moonlight, but La La Land will win. Yeah. Strangely enough. Um, I'd be happy if Manchester or Moonlight won it. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to, though. Like, yeah, no. Shit. It's and also it is oh, are they only winning because of the cast they've got and the fact that it's a musical? Yeah. Because it's different, because it's like, ooh, musical beating off. It isn't different though, because it's 
you know, what it's not actually different. It's just because there's not many musicals made anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just annoys me a little. But, you know, they're saying, oh, yeah, there's not many musicals. Sorry, but how many films have you seen with gay black men in it? Come on. Like, if you want something, like, you know, original, you can't... How you how can you how can you justify that by giving it to like La La Land over, over over that you know? Yeah. And it's weird because like saying it's original, it's like that is that happens though. That's real, you know. Like I don't know. This is the thing. It's like to a lot of people, it's so different to what like what do you give them an Oscar for? Yeah. Um, right. So cinematography. Uh, this one for me is like a bit. Of a you know it's a bit of a thing. So you've got Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Silence, which is a bit weird. So for this, I really truly think that um, American Honey should win. Have you seen American Honey? No. American Honey has the best cinematography of the year, I think. And I why it's not been nominated for any Oscars is just like I literally don't understand. I think America that being not nominated for cinematography. Um, and direction, I think, is just ridiculous. I have literally no idea why it hasn't been. So for that, I would genuinely give it to, uh, to um, American Honey. Oh, I mean, but yeah. because it's not nominated, yeah. I would give it to Moonlight. Because yeah. the cinematography is fucking amazing. Yeah. And it, it isn't just used to look nice. It's used for as, as a the plot. Yeah. yeah. Whereas with La La Land, which probably will win it... Um, it's just, you know, it's evoking the technical and musicals of, you know, like... The sixties and the fifties. What you know? What that hasn't done anything. Mm. You just you know you're just using something else and being like, oh, this looks really good. Yeah, why is it really good? Because it reminds you of a musical from ages ago. Whereas Moonlight is actually using it for the film. Yeah. Like you said, you know how sometimes the light can look blue on them. That's yeah. part of the fucking film. Yeah, and it's you don't realize it's there either. Yeah, and. It's, or think, you don't realise that they're doing it. Yeah, you like don't realise they're yeah. doing it, but you, you still feel like you you get what's being put across here just by literally how it's filmed. Yeah. As part of, you know, the plot, the actors, how great they were in the film. That Moonlight could have been a completely different story if they cast the three guys completely wrong. Yeah. If them if them three um if them three actors were cast wrong, that would have been a really bad film. Yeah. It's all down. It was down to them three guys, and they all smashed it. And it all comes together, though. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, you could say like, what would happen if you know they got a shit cinematographer? Yeah. You know, it would have completely taken that dim- dimension out of the film. But that's the thing. Like, I thought Moonlight was sick, but like, the only thing that let me down was the script. I just didn't think the script said anything. But then again, it's, it's, that's how people talk, I guess. Yeah. And that's how awkward he is being gay, and you know. So. Yeah. The the life, the his environment itself, and people. It's. I don't see why it should have. Why is the film nominated for for best writing, best script, best whatever, best adapted screenplay, when the the script itself is not a it's not a talkative film. Everything is subtext, and you don't see the subtext in the film unless you're looking for it. You know, the artist won for best original screenplay. It's a silent film. Yeah, yeah. A screen shape should be about the words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, sometimes I think it's not. I think it's how how that's implemented into the film. Because you can... A great actor can probably make a script better than it is, but that's not a good script. It should be about the words. Yeah. Um, is your, what's your pick? Moonlight. Um, yeah. Yeah, Moonlight. Uh <coughs> For this one, I don't know who will win it. So it's an animated feature film. I've, there's one I've been meaning to see, but I haven't bought. The nominees are Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life as a Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia. Um, I really, really want to say Kubo and the Two Strings, but I haven't seen it, so I, I can't say which will win it. But I don't know. I don't know what's. Well, I don't know what has been winning it. Um, I don't know either. But I've heard a few people at work who've took the kids to the Zootopia. Yeah, they said that's pretty good. So I, I guess that I don't know. This is a sick category. Like this, some this is fucking teeming with talent. Yeah. So you got actress in a supporting role, supporting role. Sorry, uh, Viola Davis in Fences, uh, Naomi Harris in Moonlight, Nicole Kidman in Lion, 
Octavia Spencer in Hidden Figures and Michelle Williams in Manchester by the Sea. So, I don't know, you want to go first? I'd say I'd like Michelle Williams to win, but I think... Um, I think Viola Davis. Yeah, she's been winning I think it she, a lot. I think she'll win it. She like from um, the clips I've seen, she smashes it in the film. She's a really good actress, though. That's another yeah, thing. No, she's, she's really, she's really good. Yeah. She's won. I think what, she won two Emmys now. For or she just won one for. Um, I, I think she's won an Oscar. Hasn't she? Um, I don't know. Actually, yeah. So the. Have a quick search on she's been in some heavy films though like she's been in Doubt and stuff like that yeah she won an Oscar no she hasn't no. but yeah I think she'll win it you know it's a pretty heavy role but you know Michelle Williams in Manchester by the Seas you know she's very very good in that film too and, you yeah know, she plays that character very very well mm. and her, her output she's great um so yeah, for my pick would be uh, Viola Davis, but I think for me it is kind of like a lock between Michelle Williams and Viola Davis. Um, <coughs> this is a, the next one's a bit weird as well, but actor in a supporting role because well we'll go through them first anyway. But you've got Michelle, is it how do you pronounce it? Mahershala, Mahershala Ali from yeah, Moonlight, that's... Jeff Bridges, Hell or High Water, Lucas Hedges, Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel, Lion, Michael Shannon, Nocturnal Animals. So, so the person who won the Golden Globe um, isn't nominated. So that's a bit weird for, for the get-go. Dev Patel won the BAFTA. So, and Mashar, uh, Mash, Mahesh, Mashala Ali won the SAG. Yeah. So... I don't know. I think he will win, but I well, it's, I don't. You know, I think Jeff Bridges. I don't think he's just thrown in there for the sake of it. Dev Patel is a bit of a strange one because, you know, I guess he's kind of the lead actor in that film. Michael Shannon literally just came out of nowhere. But Lucas Hedges is a really, really good. You know, that's a really good thing for him to be nominated because he is actually great in that film. You know, yeah. I don't think he should win it because you know it's like his second film, or whatever. But Mahershala Ali I think you know I think he should win it yeah. I think he will win it so mm. he was good in the film yeah and you know he was only in it for like 15 minutes yeah and since I've since I've seen him in, in films and TV I've, I've always thought he would be an actor and it's, I think it's about time that he's getting some recognition exactly yeah I suppose that's one of the things yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah either him or um, Dev, Dev Patel I think for that yeah yeah. actress in the leading role um, Isabel Hoopert for L. Ruth Negger for Lovin', Natalie Portman for Jackie, Emma Stone for La La Land, and Mel Street for Florence Foster Jenkins. I I think Mer- uh, Emma Stone will win this one for La La Land, like which is kind of ridiculous. But I think, which is strange because Ruth Negger has been really acclaimed for her performance. Yeah. Isabel Hooper won the BAFTA, I think, for Elle, and she's been you know acclaimed for her performance, and she plays like. She plays a woman in charge of a video game company who get who gets raped and then she like goes for revenge against the the rapist, which is pretty cool. And then uh, Natalie Portman playing Jackie, which a, a lot of people said she's good, but then a lot of people said you know it's quite actually quite annoying. So I think Emma Stone for La La Land will win, but I don't know. I haven't really seen the other performances, but that is surely not an Oscar worthy performance. I so I mean I can't understand how it's been nominated. I mean I, I, I think she's so overrated. I think she, just because she's like fucking like nice girl she gets overrated um she gets nominated for shit like she was okay but she was you know she was quite good in birdman but she got nominated for an oscar for that like yeah she was okay like she's you know she's yeah. all right in birdman yeah she was pretty good but it's probably the best part yeah that i've seen um i'd like ruth negger to win um yeah because i've apparently yeah. she's really really good as well yeah I think you just know when you see an actor for the first time like on TV or film or stage for whatever, I think you know like that person's going to be great one day. That person's got something there. Yeah. He's waiting for the right part, right director, right script. And Ruth Negger thinks one of those people. Yeah, <coughs> it's a bit of a weird one. Um, actor in the leading role, so like the biggest biggest ones now. Uh, Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea. Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Vigo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic, 
Denzel Washington fences. I think Casey Affleck will win and he should win because, you know, it is an yeah. amazing performance. It's one of the best performances, you know, I've seen and, you know, I think that's been committed to film in a long, long time. Um, Vigo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic is one of those, like, good surprising ones, I think, like yeah. Lucas Hedges. I need to see the film. I haven't seen it. That was on the really plane really and I've got to watch it, but I thought, nah, yeah. I'd rather watch it. The uh... story just doesn't sound that interesting for me. Yeah, because <clears throat> I saw the trailer for that a long time ago. Oh, right. Um, and when I saw it on the plane, I was like, I've seen this before somewhere. Where have I seen this? And then I realised now, well, oh, it's Oscar Buzz. Yeah. Like, I didn't... I, I wasn't Again, surprised. Ryan Gosling for La La Land. Keep it. How I, stretched was he in that role, really? Yeah. I, I need to I see tonight. Like, he's he's a good actor, but... He hasn't been... He hasn't done... He hasn't had a good... He hasn't played a good... Before, he hasn't had a good performance in ages. Yeah. Since I, Half Nelson. Came out like 2003. I don't get it. I don't get yeah. Ryan Gosling in total. I... I he was good in uh, The Place Beyond the Pines as well, but he was yeah. only in that for like 20 minutes. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so I think, yeah, Casey and Casey. Yeah. Um, I don't get why Andrew Garfield is nominated. Apparently he's really good in it, though. Yeah, but... And he's produced some, you know, pretty good films in yeah. past life. But yeah, I'm hoping Casey Affleck wins it because he, he's, he's outstanding. Amazing, in yeah. Yeah. Big one, last one, is Best Picture. So you've got Arrival, Fences... Um, Hacksaw Ridge Hell or High Water Hidden Figures La La Land Lion Manchester by the Sea and Moonlight so I think what a lot of people are annoyed about this is like say so that they can choose ten things and they only chose nine so a lot of people are like well for example like why isn't Silence nominated then yeah or what's been a film that's been nominated for a few Oscars that hasn't I guess yeah Jackie Nocturnal Animals yeah you know um Tony Erdman, you know, why are they not nominated for best film if you've got one left? Why do you th- why do you just think, nah, yeah. there's one spot left, why? Yeah, and plus, like, if they think, like, because they've done that, they haven't, there's, there's one, like, there's one film missing from this category. So, how are all of them films worthy of being in this category? If they're the one short, how are these, how are these nine, how do they get past the picking line? But, like, yeah, but, like, what, so is it like those nine are that good enough that you don't even need to consider a tenth film? Yeah, like that's all these bollocks. tied, all these yeah. fucking tied or what? Because I... because that's saying that there isn't a tenth film worthy for a nomination, which is obviously not true because films that haven't been nominated for Best Picture have been nominated for other things. Yeah. So surely that by default means that they should be considered for Best Picture. Yeah. Um... Uh, La La Land will win but Moonlight should win yeah I think Moonlight should win but I think La La Land will be but I still think Manchester and Moonlight do have a bit of a shot as well yeah Um, I don't um, see I don't get why Hacksaw Ridge is nominated apparently it is actually it is really good though when it's premiered it got like a 20 minute standing ovation I like like Mel Gibson as a director I need to see that as well that's 1080p as well yeah so yeah I really like Mel Gibson as a director I fucking yeah he's a good director one of my favourite films like what I can sit down and watch over and over again there's only some films I can watch that one's The Departed I can watch it every day a week but uh, Apocalypto yeah, I've never seen it. I fucking love that film. Yeah. I've seen that about 15 times. I need to see it. Loads, uh, loads of people say oh, it's, it's great. I mean, it's not like historically correct. Like, it, it was really far-fetched, but it was fucking fantastic. I loved it. So, saying that, I mean, I like Mel Gibson as director. He's all right as an actor. Like, his old, his old stuff, like his, his 90s work. He, he did a lot of good films. Um, But... Do you think they should? I've just thought of this. Like, I don't know. Like, do you think it'd be weird to do like a a best picture like runners up? Well, like first, second, why not? Third. Yeah, why not? Like bronze, gold, silver, and bronze. Yeah. Um, maybe. But then it's because... not best picture, is it? It's no. best pictures. Yeah, it would be like. It would be good if they did like because they've uh, never released those figures. I don't think they've ever released like no, they'll never release the percentage of one. Yeah, one. It would, no. If it's like it'll all be confidential. Yeah, um, and to be fair, is, that might be even better because I might one day if this does come into play and a film that I think is the fucking best film ever fucking made, 
and then gets bronze and he gets like two percent or something stupid like that. I'll be like, oh, this this is bullshit. It's like when twelve years of slave one best picture. I wonder what we're like second. Yeah, walking close. Um, I'm going moonlight. What that you think's gonna win it? Um, <coughs> um, I think it'll be a surprise. Yeah, I think everyone's gonna be dipping for La La Land to win. And I think but don't forget who the yeah. yeah don't forget who was voting for it because they're experts in their field and they're like largely like like white and old and stuff. And yeah. I think they'll look towards Moonlight rather than La La Land. Yeah, because I think they do. At the end of the day, they are there to kind of judge like the importance of films. Yeah. And they, I think a lot of them will actually look at La La Land, La La Land, and just be like, "No." So if what does La La Land tell me? You know what I mean? See, like because. There's you can have films that are like just really good that you just, you just enjoy in general, but the films that are important, you know, to this day and age or trying to bring a message across. These nine films, how many of them do its job? Hello, High Water brings out a message, and I got it from the get go, and I enjoyed the film. Same with Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, I get it. Manchester and Moonlight, that's it. But Arrival. Well, Total I mean, Film named it the best film of last year because he said it were it were really important because it showed that how we need to communicate more and how you know okay, you can't resolve conflicts it. with. I've not seen it, but I know it's violence. about Amy Adams who plays um, what's like a linguist. Yeah, and so like I get that, and I also know the film weren't about aliens; it was about uh, a mother telling a story yeah. about her life to her daughter. But it's like communication as yeah, well. Yeah, so. That I get it, but that's it's like it's like literal meanings and then figurative meanings. Yeah. Moonlight's a literal meaning. Arrival is is just a metaphor. Yeah, exactly. Moonlight is all about that central thing. Yeah, like Moonlight is literally it's a whole film about this one man, his struggle for identity. You know, being from the streets and stuff, and like like little shit. And the thing is, like now I'm thinking about it more, like how good Moonlight were because like now I'm thinking about it is like how the elements of the film all contribute to that. So, for example, there's literally hardly any... The, I don't think there's one establishing shot. There's no wide-angle shot. There's no long shot. There's not even hardly any medium shots. It's all close-ups and, like, all, like, a shallow depth of field. So everything else is blurred out and it's, it's yeah. just him. Or it's just him and someone else and it's just his mum. It's literally just focused on the street. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, it, like, the camera has to be really low and stuff. It's not. And it doesn't mean, like... There's no point of view shots either. There was really. a few shots where it was a long shot. They went in closer, but it was blurry, yeah. blurry, blurry. Yeah. And then it was exactly, clear yeah. when it was in close yeah. and personal. That's so all it's, it's like, about. Just like I, what I got from that. It's like an upfront from, look at um, like the streets. Like no, not really spoiling. It's, it's not really spoiling. Um, when like in the in the first chapter, as a, as the kid, when you see him and that that guy, just uh, that, that his mate, just up before like start wrestling or whatever, or after just wrestle or something, it's really blurry. And then it gets in and it becomes clear. That's like what I sort of got from that were like, in a sense of how what this film is putting across. For example, you could be walking down the street and you could you see people talking, but you don't know what they're talking about. You can't yeah. really read their posture or anything. So that's sort of I think I don't know if like a little subtle nudge towards that end of you know sort of pay attention before you whatever you do. I sense. I think as well, like now you've mentioned it, like if you look at the if you look at the film as if we're as if we're um Sheer Sheeron. Sheeron. Yeah. Sharon. Sharon. Um, looking back at his life, the the first chapter when he's younger, um, is more blurry yeah. because obviously that's his memory is more hazy. And also there's a lot more little scenes rather than big scenes because, you know, when you're a kid, it's like little pockets in your memory and stuff. Yeah. And as it, as the as the time goes on, it's more, you know, longer scenes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, this I is like, the thing I about like Moonlight. Like everything, everything, all these elements yeah, goes to that fantastic. concept. It, if 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 it doesn't win, mate, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Best picture. Yeah. I, I think Land. it has to. Oh, Bad. Fucking. I mean, I could sit down and watch La La Land, and I could think it's the best film that's ever been fucking made. But I can guarantee you. Won't. Yeah, I know. This is the thing. Like, I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'm just be like, whatever. It's quite good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I, fuck it. 
Moonlight's not one of those things as well. It's not one of those things like, oh, you're voting for it because you know, uh, you know, because like you're white and it's about black people. It's just really, really good. Yeah. And all the cinematic concepts and all the cinematic elements all feed back into what the film's about. Yeah. The film never tries to, to tell a different story. You know what I mean? Whereas I suppose in La La Land, I guess this is what La La Land about. It's telling you like the story of this the male musician and Emma Stone's character and about all Hollywood and stuff. Yeah, fine. But Moonlight is this is the story, and that is what you get. Yeah. And that that's not even reductionist because that story is great, and the way it's told is great as well. It's the same with Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. That is the story, and you un- you uncover all these things that happen in this in this guy's life. But it's still just about his mess. Yeah. Basically. But yeah, I, I love Manchester. But again, Moonlight because you're you're taking it to the streets and you you shed in a perspective on black people's lives and think you should actually give it to that. And there is things like you know, oh, you're voting for it because it's for black people. Like yeah, you know, that's that is an important thing, you know, because you need you know you need to you need to challenge that narrative of films all being about drug dealers etc and stuff like that because that obviously needs to change because you know there's there's more stories that need to be told that's why i you know annoys me when people like oh the oscars so white thing is stuff like there's there's films nominated with black people in it now it's like it's not about films with black people in it it's that black stories don't get told from the get-go yeah they don't get green lit you know it's all about producing it you know it, it has nothing to do with how many black people are in a film there's nothing to do with it so I think, yeah, Moonlight is great. Yeah. Oh, land is like, we need to watch it. Like, the thing is, I'm not going to go into it like that. I hate it. No. But if I hate it, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's shit. Yeah. I, I, I think I'll go into it and I'll be like, it's not shit, but it literally doesn't tell me anything. I think I'm going to watch it and be like, all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The thing is, like, it's like a fucking... because it's, it's not, for one, it's not my type of film. Two, I'm not a massive fan of Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I don't get it. I think he's, he's hype more than anything. Um, Emma Stone, she, she's all right. She's a safe actress to cast. She's she's more than safe. Like she, you'll get a good performance out of her no matter what. How good though? Like, is it gonna be good or is it gonna be great? That's another thing. And musicals, I don't I don't do musicals. I, I I've never liked like such like Grease or stuff like that. It's not been my my cup of tea. So on that opinion itself, like I don't think it should win. Because it's not my type of thing. I don't think it gets out. I don't think it's spreading the right message. Because if it is spreading the message, it's doing it in the wrong way. Yeah. Personally, that's what I think. I, because obviously it, it the seems message more like, "Ooh, look at me." The the and message I think is oh, supposed to be about. Story, I think the message is supposed to be like, "Look how damaged it is to be an actress, and like, look how like stupid Hollywood is." But mm. is it really about that? You know, yeah. that's maybe one of those things where. Yeah, but actually, is it though, or is that just you trying to attach a deeper meaning to it because it is actually shallow? Yeah, but maybe so. Maybe it's like if Emma Stone's like it's a struggling actress or whatever, and maybe the, that the, isn't the musical is like it's the it's the joy of what she's expecting. But who's what? But who's fuck it, I, uh, whose story is that fucking like? Who relates to that story? Yeah. How many people want to actually be an actor or an actress? Not that many. Whereas in Moonlight, how many black people are struggling to be gay? Fucking yeah. loads. And it's not just like, I mean, like you're saying, this, this is a black kid who's, who's gay in, in a really rough area who's, who's getting, you know, bullied and stuff like that. It's but more like, than that. It's, it's, I mean... It's about like, having no I, friends. Like, he's lonely. Yeah, he's, he's lonely. getting bullied and shit. People who are lonely can watch that and relate. People who yeah. are poor can watch that and relate. People who are gay can watch that and relate. Who can relate to... Um, well, I guess not succeeding in their job, yeah, or in their in their dream job, like yeah, oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure yeah. a lot of people do that. But like, I mean that, I think that different weights on this. This is the weird thing. Like, the idea of an audience is is so weird because La La Land apparently appeals to a a, a bigger audience, but like in real life, it actually doesn't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that, yeah, say if that appeals to an audience that like musicals, okay, yeah, but that's not really what it kind yeah, of should appeal not, to. Yeah, it's not like, oh, but, it's a musical film, they go musical fans. Well, for example, you get a room full of, two, a cinema room for 200, 200 people, um, how many people, uh, and then you they watch La La Land, then they watch Moonlight straight after it, yeah. how many more people relate to the themes in Moonlight than they do in La La Land? Obviously more, yeah. because... 
there's more gay people struggling for identity and black people struggling for identity than there is people struggling to be an actress. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Like the idea of an audience is just it, like it doesn't actually mean anything because you can sit down like, and La La Land and just be like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah. And another thing, like, wouldn't it be this much hype? I'm guessing a fair fucking lot. But like another thing, La La Land had mad hype from cast, its like premiere. Like they've cast them too because they like women. Well, people adore Emma Emma Stone, and people think Ryan Gosling's, you know, you know, best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, he's just it's, not. He's not. Like, he's just not. He's not. Yeah, exactly. So it's like they've cast them two for the appeal. They've made the musical for, and it's been like you know, they've made the, they've made it. Oh, fuck it, I can't be bothered to talk about it. It's <laughs> annoying me. It's really annoying me. I think it's actually like. I feel though, like this, we sound like dicks because we haven't seen it. Yeah. But I reckon it's one of those films where you watch it and be like, I was fucking right and I've not even seen it. Yeah. So I'm like, like a, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, I'd hate to go and watch it and think, well, fuck me, I look like a rat dick. Here we this fucking go. See, this is this is fucking what we're chatting about. Go on. La La Land's inevitable Oscar win is a disaster for Hollywood and for us. The years all the best not picture nominees have heart, soul and humanity. Damon Chazelle's tawdry, dispiriting confection has none. It's the tale of two narcissists who sacrifice love for self-interest. Like, yeah, it's just true. Like, oh, boo fucking who? You can't make it as a musician in Hollywood. No one gives you shit. Yeah. This, like... It's not important. People, because people have also said, like, this is what I mean, like, how the discussion's changed so much since these films came out. When it first came out, we're like, yeah, we need these kind of films because you have to go to the cinema and forget about things. Not really, though. No? Yeah. Films weren't made to forget things. Like, that's what people don't really, like... Yeah, like, yeah, like, people are like, yeah, but you can't have everything depressing. Moonlight's not depressing. No. At all, really. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a bit upsetting seeing the situation he's in, but... Yeah. Like, it's... It's a fantastic story. The, I mean, I'll, I don't know how much I can speak about it without ruining anything. Um, yeah, football. Wow, well, it's made a lot of money, man. Two hundred forty million. What well, budget? Ten times its budget. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. I've seen the acceptance speech Ryan Gosling um, made when he thanked his wife and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and like, as an actor, like this seemed like a like a, one of his dream roles, or like a, you know this felt right for him to do. So it's not like I'm saying, oh fuck Ryan Gosling for making a shitty cunt musical. Um, I mean, he must love doing it. Actors do what they do because either they they fall in love with the story and what they're trying to get across, or they're doing it purely for pleasure. And this must have been like so much fun for him and Emma Stone to do, but like you don't get Oscars for doing fun stuff. This is the thing, like you fucking. It's like oh yeah, but it's like it. You know, it, it reminds of the old musicals and stuff. So what? That's not a good thing. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like that's cool. It's the artist again. Yeah, it's the artist again. I've, I've seen it. Have you seen it? It's all right. It's literally all right. Yeah. People are like, oh, yeah, but, like, you know, in an era of, like, massive blockbusters and stuff, you know, they took it back and black and white. That doesn't mean anything, though. No. That's not because an achievement. If it, if it does mean anything, just look at fucking every single, like, gritty Yorkshire film. Yeah. Because they are all literally to the bare bones, and they get fucking nothing. Yeah. Um, There were... A, I've seen the trailer for it, and it was on the plane. I didn't watch it. I should have watched it. I really wish I did. Um, I Daniel Blake. Yeah, I've seen that's it. It's one, really, is really, it really good? Yeah. See, that's that's supposed to be really. Well, that's only re- that that's very much about though the the benefit system in the UK though. So like I understand, but yeah, it's a fucking good film. Right. Uh, the, the other thing I would mention, like just to get towards the end, is um, a lot of people said like you know it's best picture, acting a leading role. A lot of people say like it should be achievement in film and like achievement in cinematography because then it becomes stale and then that like, makes it more solid than what you're actually voting for. Yeah. So if you say, like, a best cinematography, achievement in cinematography is, like, what has furthered the field more yeah. this uh, this um, year? Which is, like, hard, though, because that's quite a big thing to pin things on. I think there should be two categories. Like, what, with picture? Yeah, no, two, two categories for everything. Like, best actor in this type of film and in this type of film. Like, with Moonlight and... La La Land. 
or Manchester by the Sea and like Manchester by the Sea and Moonlight are the same category for me. Whereas La La Land and Arrival aren't. Like I think I think Arrival and La La Land are in the same type of category to Manchester and Moonlight. Like you how can you compare how can you judge one over the other in a sense of like in, in one like altogether category? I don't see how it makes sense because like people have said before to me that personally people who we know like are oh, like just because it wins Oscars doesn't mean it's good which is sort of true because if, if La La Land wins that's, that's probably going to be true it only wins for sort of the hype around it such as um, what's it called Zero Dark Thirty yeah a rather boring film I don't think it should have won any Oscars it was an alright cast it was an alright story they had to change it because of fucking Bin Laden got caught so you know we they, they refilmed the final 20 minutes I think because the true story changed because it ended with voice to at large or whatever bullshit then they changed it oh no we caught it now you know to like this article so you know this this time around there are also films along all La La Land's doomed rivals that make us proud of our species Moonlight deals with love Manchester by the Sea offers contrition Arrival honours inquiry Hacksaw Ridge celebrates selflessness any of these would be a worthier winner than Damien Chazelle's blah blah blah. Uh, Lalonde's victory on Sunday might well tell us something about our era, but it'll be no triumph for filmmakers, filmgoers, or film. Exactly. Because yeah, the I thing think... is, like you know, like is, yeah, Manchester by the Sea is about death and stuff. That's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's a, that's like a quite a common theme. That's not easy film to make though. No. That film is like a. That film is actually about death as well. That's one of the things, uh, you know, I saw about it. It's not just about grief. It is actually about death. So, like, one of the things I found like, um, that struck me is when he gets to the um, hospital and yeah. from, like, the next 10 minutes, it actually plays out in real time. And it's like watching someone actually attend the hospital when their brother's died. Mm-hmm. It's actually about death. And, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. No. And this whole thing about, oh, yeah, but you need films that are, like, you know, you can escape in and stuff. Like, but you don't, though. Like, you, you know, that isn't... Okay, yeah, you do need films, but then why should they? Or those films always get Oscars, or also get Oscars? Sorry. Yeah. Like, this is the thing, isn't it? Like, there's no achievement in La La Land. Yeah, no. it's got some camera work, good camera work. Yeah, good camera work. Which I mean, fair enough. Hats off to him. Did if you it's s- good? It's good. If it's not, it's not. Did you see the I'm thing? Not like, I went someone about if it's good, like cinematography wise. Did you it probably is good? Did you see the like thing that went a little bit viral? It was like, wow, look how Damien Chazelle did the uh, the fast cuts. Yeah. Yeah, he tapped. He tapped his uh, cameraman on the back. Wow, fucking meant that. Yeah, you not see that? Uh, no. It was like this. Like, th- think that went viral. It were this video being like, oh shit, look how this is amazing. Look how Damien Chazelle did those like fast cuts. So like, it's a it's a cut from uh, Ryan Gosling playing piano to another musician, right? And the camera, you know, is on a um, like a, a stand, yeah. and it flits like this. And it's just Damien Chazelle tapping him on his back when he wanted him to switch it. The same like in Whiplash at the end. Yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. He's done that twice now. <laughs> yeah. He's it's like he just smacks him up back and he goes like that. Smacks him up back and he does it. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hats off to the fucking cameraman for turning yeah. the cunt. Yeah, <laughs> when he got hit on back. But... Like, he could have gone, actually, nah. Oh, so yeah, yeah did that mean you make, yeah. make, make me to move? Mate, it's a bit harder. I can't feel it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight so all our bullshit can be... I'm, I'm gonna right. watch it tomorrow morning. I think I'm gonna wake up early. And I'm gonna watch it. How long is La La Land? Oh, I don't know. An hour and forty minutes. So I've got an hour and forty minutes of sleep then. Oh, that's rude. Um, nah, I'm I'm hoping. Well, I'm not hoping I'm wrong because I don't want to be fucking wrong. But like, if I'm wrong, I'll put my hands up and say, "Look, this film was fantastic. The casting is fantastic. I think it'll be Everything good. Fantastic. I think it'll be yeah, good. Literally good. It'll only be good. Do you give Oscars to good films? No. No. You give them to great films, yeah. mate. Like and Moonlight. Moonlight, great film. Great Manchester film. by the Sea, great yeah. film. Um, and it's not even been about fucking it being different, like, oh, well, oh, and shit, give it to, like, this film. It's not. This is the thing, like, you, you can... This is like, oh, you just don't like it because everyone else likes it. Nah, like, no. not that. also, not that many people like it, you know? It's not, like, outside of, like, actual, like, people who go to see films, no one gives a shit about it, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. Everyone thinks it's, like, this massive audience rushing to see it now. The main people who go and see it are people who go to the cinema to see films anyway. Yeah. It's not like you get all the Transformers bunch in to see it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Should so, we wrap it up there? 
Yeah. Um, so that was part one of the Oscars special. Part two to follow. Uh, some point after the Oscars. Could be two minutes after. Could be two days. But, but we wanted to do a part two because we obviously wanted to discuss like the actual award yeah, ceremony. Yeah, yeah. But then just be like, you know, say if, for example, we did watch uh, Walking Dead. Watch the... Um, <laughs> La La Land and be like, it's amazing. Be like, well, we were wrong. Yeah, hats off. But yeah. it won't happen. So. No, 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 it won't happen. Yeah. Because uh, if it does, I'm going to cut my fingers off. And uh, Wow. It's about right. It's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tap you on the back, mate, and then you can do this thing. Oh, Fucking yeah. Amazing yeah, thing with your I'll camera. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn. It's mint because he, he slaps my back and then he moves it and then he does it again and he moves it again. It's mint, well, honestly. Well, how does that work? Yeah. I, I don't... So he taps him and then he turns the camera. And he taps him again and he turns it back. Genius, amazing. genius, genius amazing. mate. Genius. Genius. Best director ever. Yeah. But yeah, that was our first part. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. It's good to be back. Yeah, it is good to be back. I've really enjoyed it. Back. Yeah, it's um, good. Good to watch films. And sorry for all the coughing. Um, yeah. I've got, I've, I've caught something. I was off on Tuesday from work. I was really bad. Then I bumped my head. Cut my head open. He's fucked. Yeah. Fucked um, it, So I'm fucked really in a unhealthy state. It is. It is. What I might say, that's a good word, isn't it? Let's look at the actual definition of tears. What's it mean, like, fucking, I don't know. Put Urban Dictionary, it probably means like a jizz sandwich or something. Yeah. Tis. In a dither. <laughs> or confused. Yeah. Oh, I'm in a dither. Yeah, uh, I'm in a tis. Well, yeah, check back after the Oscars. Uh, hopefully we can talk some more shit about Lolo and being rubbish. Yeah. So, yeah, Let's thanks for that. listening. Uh, don't forget to check out Moonlight, best film Yeah, ever, ever made. Ever, yeah. Literally ever made. It's yeah. better than fucking Citizen Kane, mate. It's better Citizen than Kane. Men, mate. Citizen Cock. Uh, all right. See you later, guys. See ya.